0: Okay, so uh, so again, shvusach to Jamie Staller for sponsoring this morning again, just like yesterday. Shvusach to all shefa bracha and that comes from uh, from learning and from feeding Jews. You guys, can hear me? It's okay. Not that it makes a difference. All right. So it's like this. So I, I, you know how to begin. So there's a... Uh, for those that are not that are not aware, there's a very big difference in style between Ashkenazi and and Tzvardi Right? It's an interesting thing. It's an interesting thing that as we get closer to Mashiach, you could blame it on all sorts of things. You could call... Whatever. Whatever the are. But um, there seems to be a little bit more of an interest, I guess, in... Interest slash... Um, uh, like, you know, like wishing on Ashkenazim's part, like halavai, we should have slichas like the Sephardim. The fact that they start L, maybe we're not envious of that so much, but the style of it. Now, let, let's understand. The, the, the difference in style between the Svardi slichas and Ashkenazi slichas is a number of factors. I mean, first of all, as we'll see in a second, when, when slichas is said in terms of the whole L or only at the very tail end of it, that's one major difference, but just in the style itself. The, the, the nusach of Svardi slichis is much more simple and straightforward. And it's the same every day. Ashkenazi Slichas, on the other hand, as we know, is different every day, and it's poetic, it's very complicated, the words are very difficult to master, so just the nusach itself is very different. There's another difference between Svardi and Ashkenazi is that Svardim, it's much more of a communal experience. Even if it's in a soccer stadium, it's much more of a communal experience. And uh, and that nusach, that's simple and repeated over and over again, it's said by the tzibur together. Obviously there's a chazin, but it's more tziburi. Mashenkin by Ashkenazim, so we have, you know, Hashem Hashem, Korach, uh, and Obviously there's a chazin, but, but the, the main body of the slichas is, is something that's personal. Everyone says, you know, that by themselves their own pace. So it's a different style as well. <clears throat> also, the most obvious, the most noticeable dis- dis- difference is just the sort of the, the tone and the atmosphere. Ashkenazi sliches, as we all know, is much, the, the Nusach of it is much more a lev nishbar type of thing. It's a broken heart, it's a broken kite. A holy broken kite, but it's a broken kite. Sefardi sliches, although the words that they're saying is, you know, uh, we sinned and we want kapara and so on, but we all understand and we all know that the Nusach is, is much more of a, an uplifting type of Nusach. Although there's a there's certainly an undertone of of a leiv over there, but it's hard to put into words. But we all understand. If you've ever heard it, it's more of an uplifting thing. So let's let's. This has to be coming from some pretty mystical place. The difference between tzarid ben Ashkenazim, and why is it as it goes closer to Mashiach, there's much more of a uh, of a, of a, you know of a what's the word uh, a, a cross, a cross uh, pollination, I guess you can say, between tzarid ben Ashkenazim al that. You know, Ashkenazim, uh, some Ashkenazim will try to do what they can to make their Slichas a little bit more upbeat and uplifting, different Eitzes. But let's understand the difference, and uh, it'll give us a better understanding of ourselves, hopefully. So let's begin. So Maramukah number one, this is just the basic, the basic halacha of Sephardi Slichas versus Ashkenazi Slichas. So this is literally the first halacha that we find in Hilchas Rosh Hashanah, okay? So since in Shulchan Arach, pay so the Shulchan Aruch says like this, and again, the opening language of the, of the Shulchan Aruch is Mechab, for the Svardim. So he says, Noyagin, our Minigiz, says the, the, the Beis Yosef by the Svardim, Lokum Ba'ashmairis, that we wake up early in the mornings, Lo'yimar Slichas to say Slichas, Merishchayi Dish'elo ve'elech ad Yom We wake up in the morning to say Slichas from Merishchayi Dish'elo through Yom Kippur. That's that's what the Sfaradim do. Hagah <laughs> says the Ramah for the Ashkenazim, U'minig v'nei Ashkenaz enikim. The minute of Ashkenaz is not like that. Ela, rather. What do we do for Merashchaydesh? We bowl a after shachris. That's what we do for Merashchaydesh and on. And when do we get up in the morning to say Slichas? We say Slichas, certainly, from Rosh Hashanah to Yom Kippur. And we say also, the Sunday before Rosh Hashanah. Right, That's the Matzai Shabbos, Sunday before Rosh Hashanah says the Ramah, Rosh Hashanah a gimel. if Rosh Hashanah in, in a particular year falls out in the early part of the week, let's say Monday or Tuesday, Rosh Hashanah can't fall out on Sunday anyway, so if it falls out on, or Wednesday, if it falls out on Monday or Tuesday, so then you don't have a lot of time from that Sunday. So as maschil then you start from the previous Sunday, which is in fact this year as well. So that's what the Shulchan Arach says. So again, the as- as- Asrardim, as we know, from El Kratul Yom Kippur, and Ashkenazim, it's really aser esme tshuva with a few days before Rosh Hashanah, namely the Sunday before Rosh Hashanah, and if it's only a couple days, then the week before. That's the that's the Okay, so where is this coming from? So in Maromochin number two, there's Iran, and we're gonna, the way we're going about doing this is based on Vilna and the Nagai in the Gra in his commentary to Shulchan Aruch explains the in regarding Ashkenazim based on uh, the, what we're, the way we're going to learn it today. So take a look at Maromochin number two. This is a Ran in Meseches Rosh Hashanah. It's a famous Ran. It's right in the beginning of Meseches Rosh Hashanah, Daf Gimel, in the pages of the Rif. So the Ran says, a simple question. He says like this. He goes through all. We you know, you know, we have different Yom Tovim. So the Ran says like this. Why is Pesach during Pesach? Why is it the fifteenth of Nisan? I think because that's when we left in the Torah. Why is Shavuos the sixth and seventh of Sivan? Because that's when we got the Torah. So ask the Ran, though, lama rosh Hashanah. So what's Rosh Hashanah? The world is judged. Why? What's up is that day? What is it about of Tishrei that, that that's the day of judgment? Lama rosh Hashanah yamin. Why is it, why the of them decide that of Tishrei is going to be the day of judgment more than any other time? That's the question that the Ran is coming from. Dover so now the Ran goes on to explain that to understand Rosh Hashanah and why the, the Yom Hadin was decided to be on Aleph Tishrei, so it's the following thing. The, the answer to this question, we can learn mid the There's a Medrash Psikta. It's called Medrash Psikta, and it quotes over there in the name of Reb Leizer the following brisa. So tanya. it says in the brisa like this. The again. This is this is Rebbe Lezer talking in the brysa The Bel Island Says Reb The world was created. Sunday of creation, when Hashem said, Let there be light, that was the 25th day of El. So, 25th day of El. Now, in parentheses, the Ran explains. Ulufizah. Now, one second. Rabbi Lezer is telling us in the Braisa that when the when bunch shall begin to create the world, Chafel, 25th of El. Ulufizah. Now, the Ran just interjects and he says, One second. There's a Gemara in Rosh Hashanah that also quotes Rabbi Lezer. And he quotes Rabbi Eliezer as saying, "Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Tishrei never The world was created in Tishrei. The world was created in Tishrei. I thought Rabbi Eliezer in the Medrash is telling us it was created 25th of El. That's five days before. That's, that's five days before Tishrei. So says the says the Ran. They're not a contradiction. When the Gemara says in the name of Rabbi Eliezer, the world was created in Tishrei, it means al Gemara It means the completion of the world was in Tishrei, namely the sixth day of creation, when Hashem creates the crowning jewel of, of reality." The human being, that was Aleph Tishrei. That was, that was Tishrei. The Odomarishin, Shabayi Nigmar adam Odomarishin, through whom the world was finished, was complete, Nivar B'yam Shishi, was created on the sixth day, and that's Aleph Tishrei. The Hainu, Echad B'Tishrei. But in terms of the beginning of creation, Sunday, that was Chafei Elah, Zayzak the Medrash. Now, the Medrash goes on, Rebbe Lezer goes on to say, in details, what happened... At, Beyond that Sunday, fine, so then you get to Friday, the first day of Tishrei, Adam was created. So the Medrash goes on, Rabbezir goes on to say, Mamish, every single hour what happened. And we know that Adam was created on Friday, he was given the test of the Eitadas on Friday, and he made the mistake of eating from the tree of knowledge on Friday, and the Shalom judged him on Friday. So says, said Rabbezir, Amalayakalish Baruchu, so Hashem says to Adam, Zes What happened to you today is going to be a simen for all time. Just as you stood in judgment before me today because of what happened with the Eitzadas, the of and you came out surviving it, it's all going to be okay. So, so too, this will be a simmon for all time. That this is also going to be the day that your descendants are going to stand in judgment. And everything's going to work out, they'll survive, it'll be fine. So, says Rebbe Lezer that's why the judgment is an Aleph Tish, right? Because the world started to be created in Hafei El. The sixth day of creation was Alf right? That's when Adam was judged. The Melus' children are judged as well. That's a real lesson. The kol, so he says like this. It says the Medrash continues. V'kol ze'eim asai. And when was this happening? The first day of the month of Tish. That's the Medrash. Khan smach, says the Ran. Oh, so from here we have a clear Makar. This is why we're judged on Tishrei, on Aleph Tishrei, more than any other day, because that's in fact, when Adam was, was judged, the world started to be created in El. the judgment of Adam and his creation was on Al Tishrei. We're, we're judged on Al Tishrei. And in fact, says the Ran, based on this, that the world started to be created in Hafei El, although the main creation of Adam was on Al Tishrei. But Lamaisa, the world started in Chafeel. Because of this, says the Ron, there was a minig in Barcelona and the surrounding suburbs. Lahashki and Bashmar biker to begin to say Sliches. The Chafebel, they began not on a Sunday, whatever, they began to say Sliches. Chafeel, whenever Chafeel was that particular year, that's when they began to say Sliches. Okay. So, says the Ron, that's, that's the approach of Rabbi Yezer. The world was created in, then other and Chav were created on Tishrei, they were judged on Tishrei, Nela were judged on Tishrei. So. The world started to be created in el, so therefore there are, so, there are those that say, slichas it's already Hafei El. Umiyu, it says around like this, Akati tamili, but this, is only, this only solves half the problem. Dahatayinach, Rebbe Lezer. That's all good according to Rebbe But we know the Gemara tells us that Rabbi Yeshua disagreed with Rebbe Lezer. Lezer. says, as we just saw, the world was created, Adam was created on Tishrei. The world was created during Tishrei season, Hafei Tishrei. But Rabbi Yeshua, the Gemara says, it's Benisa Nefra, the world was created in fact in Nisa. So now the question is, I understand Rabbi Rebbe why we're judged in Tishrei, because that's when Adam was judged, the day that he was created. But if the world was created in Nisan, according to Rabbi Yeshua, so why are we being judged in Tishrei? Adam was created in Nisan, so we should be judged in Nisan. What's going on, Tishrei? So he says like this, still doesn't make any sense. This is good according to Rabbi Yezer. This Rabbi Yeshua who says the world was created in Nisan The question still remains Rabbi Yeshua and his base measures didn't have Rosh Hashanah in Nisan Everyone still has Rosh Hashanah in Tishrei Despite the fact that Rabbi Yeshua held the world was created in Nissan. So for some reason even Rabbi Yeshua agrees that despite the fact the world was created in Nisan the judgment is in Tishrei Why? Why? If for whatever reason he's not picking the actual day that Adam was judged because according to Rabbi Yeshua, that was Nisan. So you're picking arbitrary time. so why Tishrei then? So he says like this, So the Ran says famously, amakim According to Rabbi Yeshua, the Rabban Shalom decided not to judge humanity the day that Adam was in fact judged. He wanted to put it in a different time. And what time did he pick? A time that's misogled for slicha and kapara. So says the Rahn, Amakim amokim lazakis the dinam. Hashem wanted to make sure that we get out properly with our din. Therefore, he wanted to judge us at a time that has an energy of kapar and slicha. And, and Tishrei has that energy. Why? Because we know the sin of the Egel Hazav, right? That happened on Shavas My Meshavedah sends 40 days davening. And the Rabbi on Rishchaydish El says, okay, fine, let's, let's try to re- rebuild. And on Yom Kippur, Ma'aseh Vina comes back with a second luchos. Selachti That's the full, complete slichin slich kapara. We mamish everything's back the way it was on Yom Kippur. So therefore, says the Ran, Lefishin and rasak deshborcha kippurim. Since the Rebbeinu Shlom ultimately forgive us completely on Yom Kippur, so hook yom That's why Yom Kippur is established as a day of contumend forever because of what happened in the desert. And says the Ranakhidish, Um Hischal Hashem And says the Ran, that final kapara, the, you know, the, the Salachti kitvaracha that took place in Yom Kippur wasn't just out of thin air. Really it started Rosh Hashan. Again, by Meshra and Harsina. Ubiyomakipur mistratsali was a completion. Therefore, says the Ran, if there's any time of the year, tkufa that's Mesugel for slichah and kapara, it's certainly from Rosh, Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. Therefore, Lefichach Ratzak Leshbaruch And again, going back according to Rabbi Yishua, the Rebbeinu wanted Davka to pick a time for the judgment, Bizman for the kapara and at a time that's predestined for kapara and slichah, and that's why the judgment, even according to Rabbi Yeshua, is on is on Tishrei, is on Tishrei. Now says the Ran, Ulefichach Nagu Begeroyinovigluyaseha. We mentioned before Barcelona, that Barcelona and its cities, they had Slichas from Chafei Aul. Says the well, there's another place, Girona, also in Spain, that, that uh, not all, it's in Spain, that had uh, the minig of what? Of, of saying Slichas. Uh, so he says, Shloy Lokum ad Rosh Hashanah. It's a mistake. That they didn't say Slichas until Rosh Hashanah. They wait until Rosh Hashanah. Why? Because again, that's when, according to Yahweh, uh, that's when the judgment makes sense. There's nothing before that. Says around there are those that start saying slichas already El. Why? The yishmach and that minig of saying slichas already from L makes some sense according to Rabbi Yeshua. Why? Because according to Rabbi Yeshua that what that that the Rabban that the, that the that the judgment of Tishrei is in Tishrei because of its association with the story of Moshe Rabbeinu with the Egel. Well, we know Moshe Rabbeinu began to daven to and to plead to for forgiveness when Ah, so that makes sense then that there's going to be an association between Rosh Hashanah already beginning from Rosh Hashanah <coughs> that's when the 40 days began of Maish pleading and davening which would eventually culminate in Hashem's forgiveness on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur Okay, I'll call upon What we have from the Ron are is a clarification of two sheetas and Chazal You have Rabbi Lezer and you have Rabbi Yeshua Again, Rabbi Lezer holds that the creation of the world was the first day of creation was Chafei El, The sixth day of creation is Aleph Tishrei. And the fact that Rosh Hashanah is Rosh Hashanah to us is because that's when the world was created. It's created in Tishrei. That's one side of the argument. Then you have Rabbi Yeshua. Rabbi Yeshua says, "No, the world was created. In fact, the first day of creation was Chafei Adar, Khafei Adar, and the first, sixth day of creation was Aleph Nisan. So why is the judgment of the world and a Yom Harisayim also in Tishrei? The answer is the wanted to take that judgment and move it away from the actual commemoration of the creation of the world and bring it to a time of Selich and Kapara, which is a time of Elul and Tishra. That's the, that's the mechleikis between Rebbe Hashanah and Rabbi Okay. Marmokah number three comes to Vilna and the Vilna says, this is not just the machlaikis in Chazal between Rebbe Hashanah and Rabbi Yeshua, this is the mechleikis between Saratim and Ashkenazim. This is the machlokas in Ashkenazim. Who do you pasquin like, Rabbi Lezer or Rabbi Yeshua? And he says like this: This is going back on the first Mar with the Shulchan Aruch quoted that Sfarim says slichas from Rosh Chodesh Elul, and Ashkenazim say slichas primarily from Aseret Meitshuva. And we pull back a few days to the previous Sunday. What's it So says the Groh, This is the Machlaikas. The kaymis The says our place. In other words, the Groh, Ashkenaz. So he says, what's Araminic coming from? We don't say Slichus from Rishchayi the Shell, why? Svir le Kisferi Rebel Ashkenazim Paskin, like Rebel That what? That the world was created. Chafei El is the first day of creation. And Alef Tishrei is the main day of creation. That's the sixth day of creation, Adam and Chava. is completely irrelevant. There's no, That's not part of the, of, of the Indian over here. Therefore, if we want to say slichas, when is it appropriate to say slichas for the judgment? i made Chuva, That's Rosh Hashanah. That's when the world was created. Says the Vilna The reason why our minig is to say is from the previous Sunday, yom aleph, is on Sunday, is because yom Briyas, Because what was the first day of creation? The the the, the date on the calendar was el but what day of the week was it? It was Sunday. So because Ashkenazim, we paskin that Tishrei is in fact when the world was created. The first, day, the Sunday of creation, was Chafei and the Friday of creation was Aleph Tishrei. So our entire relationship with Tishrei is what is completely focused on the fact that it's the day of creation. So therefore, Rosh Hashanah is uh, the actual day of creation, and that's when we'll say slichas because that's the day that Adam was judged, and that's the reason why we're being judged. So we say slichas from there till Yom Kippur. The minig is to pull back to say slichas from the original Sun, from a, a Sunday before Rosh Hashanah. Because at the end of the day, the world was created from the previous Sunday. All like the world was created, on, the Adam was created on Friday, but the first day of creation was in fact the Sunday. So to commemorate not just the the main, the crowning jewel of creation on Rosh Hashanah, which is Adam and Chava, we commemorate the Sunday of creation by starting slichas then. But it's all but it's all revolving around us commemorating and connecting with the actual creation of the world, which took place. Either the, the main day of creation on Tishrei, or the beginning of creation, with that with the previous Sunday. So that's what we do. We say slichas on the previous Sunday. The reason why Ashkenazim chose this is because the twenty-fifth of El, which we could have started also, because that's technically the beginning of creation too. It's not a specific day. Sometimes it's a Tuesday, Shabbos. Who knows? So therefore, they picked the day of the week, Sunday, because Sunday's the that's the first day of creation. Bimchal now and says the gra and the reason why if Rosh Hashanah falls out early in the week we pull back to the previous Sunday, misham Hey Yamin because again we want to have enough day of slichas and enough day of davening that 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 is that is a complete a complete week of creation. So we start on Sunday, but if Rosh Hashanah is already uh, the next day, then you know then the fact that we started on Sunday is not commemorating the Sunday of creation because the Sunday of creation had a Monday and a Tuesday and a Wednesday and Thursday and so on. So we want to have a nice chunk of time starting from that Sunday to commemorate the fact that these are days of creation. And so that's what the, the Vilna Goyin says. And so on. So again, according to Ashkenazim, we're passing like Rabbi Yezer, that the creation of the world was on, was in fact, again, the sixth day of creation is Tishrei, the Sunday of creation was Chafei Elul, and that's our relationship to Tishrei. And so we say slichas at a time when the, ju- when, the, when the creation is taking place, either the main creation is from Rosh Hashanah, Rosh Hashanah, or we pull back to the previous Sunday to commemorate the Sunday of creation as well. That's Ashkenaz. The last line, <speaking in Hebrew> the the Svardim that the Aruch is recording, that what? That they stay slichas already from El. What does El have to do with Rosh Hashanah? In the world of Rabbi Yezer, El is, has nothing to do with Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah is when the Revanishan created the world. Rishchai Desha'el, what does Rishchai have to do with that? According to Ashken, why does Svaradim start from El? The answer is, because says the growth, Svaradim Pasukim like Rabbi Yeshua, that the creation of the world was what? Was Bakhla not in Tishrei, B'chla'el was all in Isa. So why is it being pulled to, to Tishrei? Because this is a time that the Rabbani forgave K'la'i Yisra for the Ego. And the beginning of that process was Ta'akad El. So therefore, according to Rabbi Yeshua, there's Taka relationship between Rosh Hashanah and the beginning of El. Because it's all the season of Tapar and Slicha, like what happened in the Midbar. But according to Rebbe Lezzar, what happened, what's going on on Tishrei, Rosh Hashanah of Tishrei, has nothing to do with anything that happened on Rosh Chai El. So there's no reason to say Slicha is ready from Rosh Chai V'shel. So this is, the, this is the idea. So it says the Shulchan it says the Grau Mekaymei Shekas of Shulchan the places that the Shulchan is recording by the Svaradosh countries, Svir Leke Svar like Rabbi Yeshua, they pass him like Rabbi Yeshua that the creation of the world was Bcholal on Tishrei, and the reason why the din is being placed in Tishrei is because of the season of Slichah v'Kapora, which really starts from El. So we begin Rosh Hashanah already with El with Slichas. That's the aside. Okay. Okay. So this is this is a major major Pesach in Bcholal understanding the difference in tzarim and Ashkenazim. They're different, and specifically the approach with Slichas, and just. And what Rosh Hashanah is, what does it mean to be created, the whole deal. So let's begin like this. In Marmukah number four, there's a, a very big Torah by the Leshem. The Leshem was one of the great m'kubbal in the early 1900s. He wasn't the Talmud of the grub, because we're talking about like 100 years later, but he was from that base Medrash of the Vilna and he called himself a Talmud of the Gra. So in, one, the, the, you know, in all the Swarm of the Leshem, we have about um, we have four Swarm of the Leshem, and there's like a handful of big Yusaitis that all of the swarm are really revolving around. And one yusaid that one sefer in particular called Sefer Klolan. There's one Yusite really that the whole sefer is revolving around, and that's the yusaid of I'll say that the language I've mentioned it in previous times. The language is called the concept is called that the hispashtus region and hispashtus shem. That's the yusaid of the leshem. It's a it's a concept that goes back to the Arizal, but in the Arizal it's Mamusha passing line in one place, but the leshim that becomes like a whole universe. What does it mean, this is the site that the Leshem explains that whenever the Rebbeinah creates something, the universe, you as an individual, anything that comes into creation, the Leshem explains, always comes in two stages. There's the first initial creation of that world, of that person, of that reality, that's called the Spashnus And then, there is the second stage of that creation, of that development, which is called the spash shame. What does that mean? So I'll give you an example. Let's say with a human being, this is a classic example. So all of us, you know, it's not necessarily something that we think about too much, but all of us, there was a time that we didn't exist. Right? There, there was a time, however old you are, 35, 36, 37, 50 years old, whatever it is, 51 years ago you didn't exist, yeah? So it's before. So so there is such a thing as that a person is completely, let's say, on a physical level. Before a person is created, they're completely part of their parents, like genetically, right? You understand? Mom, sh- you don't have an existence. But then there are a bunch of decides. You know what? It's time for there to be a Yankel. I want it to be a Yankel, not just a uh, a yisrak, who's the father. I want it to be a Yaakov. So how does that process begin? Of there should be a Yaakov. So what we see in Mitzis and Teva is that Yaakov to come to the world is in two stages. The first stage of Yaakov in the world is that Yaakov exists, but he's still part of his parent. Right? He's a, an uber, a fetus in the womb. Right? So it's a, you know, he, he's a mitzis, he exists, he's an nefesh, but he doesn't have an independent existence yet. He's still subsumed, he's still nechel on the parent. It's a lot bigger, it's a much it's, it's, a lot pro, it's, a bit, it's a lot of progress from before that, where the Bechlal wasn't a Yaakov, and all there was was a Yitzchak, and Yaakov was just a theory, a potential. Uh, now there's a Metziyah of Yaakov, but the a Yaakov is still rooted. He's, he's, his existence is still as he exists in his root. There's a Yaakov now, but it's a Yaakov as he exists in Yitzchak, or in Rivka. And then there are a bunch of the sides. Not enough. I want there to be an independent Yaakov. So the Rubbanisham then does is what's called his pashna The second emergence. And the second emergence is that now Yaakov exists as an independent person on planet Earth, as a Yaakov Avinu. That's the Mitzvah. The Chiddush in the Leshem is as follows. That although in Mitzvah and Teva, those are two separate stages, and once you get to stage two, the Yaakov is born, then stage one no longer exists. Yaakov is no longer over Yerachima. he's no longer part of Yitzhak and Rivka Bakhlal, he's now an independent person that's only true physically spiritually speaking every single person still has these two dimensions of who he is there's the earlier, earliest stage which is Bechlal that you're nothing all you are is a, a thought, a concept but once you begin to exist we still have these two Mitzisim the Mitsis that we interact with, that's the revealed reality of who we are and the world around us, that's the reality of Ispash Shaini. That's the second emerges. We're born, we live, we have our own Bechira, we're not, we visit our parents once in a while, you know, that type of thing. But in the in, but in panemius, but in, in a spiritual sense, that reality of who we were as we exist, but we exist within the root of where we come from, that's still true. And 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 I'll tell you the truth, ultimately, this is a pneus. In a certain sense, this is is a a certain side of the Pneumus of the Mitzvah of Tiberaveim. Why is it that we have to honor our parents? So on a simple level, like everyone knows, say that's 100% true. But in a deeper sense, the reason is is because the flow of energy that the Rabbana Shalom is constantly sustaining us with, every single moment, he's giving us energy. That flow of chiyas, of life force, that comes from the Rabbana Shalom to us, travels through this process. So the Rabbana sends an influx of energy to Avraham Avinu, in Ganei and that energy then goes to Yitzchak and to Yaakov, V'chul, V'chul, all the way down to your parents, and from them into you. I, you disconnected from uh, your parents years ago when you were born. The answer is that's true physically, but spiritually speaking, although it's still, it is true that you have your own existence even spiritually, but that initial stage of existence of Esbashlitz Rishim, of still being in existence, but still part of someone else's existence, that's still true on some level. It's not apparent. It's not something we live with and we feel and experience. But that's true. And the energy flows through all these stages. And so, a means to keep up that Hiskashras. And to keep up that Hiskashras, it means the energy flows. Now again, does that practically mean that you have to call them every day? I mean, I hope none of our parents are listening to this. I'm not saying you have to do that. Sometimes... It's a bit, by the way, this is mamish in parentheses, but it's something that that comes up a lot. It's important you cite. Kibur vein doesn't mean to make your parents happy. Kibur means to to give them respect and honor. And sometimes that requires distance. If I may have known, the Gemara says a nice like this. The Gemara says that one of the Maroyim, his mother was overbearing and very difficult. And so the Gemara says that uh, he, he he set up a situation that his mother should be taken care of, but he moved away. He said because uh, if I'm involved over here, it, uh, it's uh, it's not going to bring to the covet of my mother. It's going to bring to the design of my mother. So it's not about making her happy. It's about covet. The reason is because if, if, if the source of my chies is flowing through them, then I have to honor them and respect them and make sure they are taken care of. But not, but, but that's what A means. But that's, that's a separate but It's important to know that. al him. That's point number one. Chiddush number two says the Lashem. And this is the biggest side in this term as well. Again, point number one, there's such a process of a Rishon and a By the way, it's spiritually as well. Everyone knows, the baby in the womb, what's the baby doing? So it's learning Torah, right? Learning from the Malach, then the baby comes out, the Malach slaps it, and it forgets it's Torah. What's Tachos. So the answer is, the, what, what does it mean it's learning? Is there a svarim in there? What does it mean it's learning? The answer is, the Torah that we're destined to learn also has these two stages. All the spiritual accomplishment that you're ever going to have in life is ultimately something that also goes through these two stages. There's the Ispashis Rishin of your Ruchnias. There's everything that you're going to accomplish as it's still part of the universe that you come from in your parents, in your Zaydis, and the other sakdashim. it's all part of that. And when the baby in the womb is learning Torah, it's learning Torah as it's still part of the older generations and the earlier universes that it's been a part of until that point. When the baby's then born, the baby emerges, and then it forgets that Torah because it's moving on to now having to acquire that Torah in his Pashtus Shemi form, in a form that's <laughs> tangible, that's relatable, that's his. But again, but, it all, but, it's, but it's still connected. That's the Chiddush of the Lashem. These are not just stages and, and you move on from stage one. Hispashtus Pashtus Aleph, still exists behind the scenes of pashta Hashem. <coughs> Point number two, says the Lashem. Not only is this true that every single person ultimately, although we might only experience pashta's Beis, but Ispashat Aleph is behind the scenes. There are some neshamis, says the Leshem, that are much more in tune with that reality of Ispashat Aleph. Atkideh that those neshamis, if they had to identify, what is my beginning? So some neshamis their definition of the beginning would be hispastus aleph, And some nishamas, they're not in tune with hispastus aleph. The Rebbe made their nishamas in such a way that hispastus aleph to them, it's as if they don't exist yet. Their definition of their existence comes with hispastus base. Says the lesham, as you're going to see, this was the makhlaikis between Rebbe and Rabbi Yeshua. The soul of Rebbe as we're going to see, was rooted the rabbin made the soul of rabbi, rabbi in such a way that the ichor to rabbi Yezir is is the base is the reality that you that that the reality that you exist in as you exist independently functioning in the world trying to make trying to make a place of your own rabbi, rabbi, that's rabbi yezer rabbi yeshua says not like that rabbi yeshua's very root in his neshama is is oriented from his rishon to take a place that we find this in many, many different applications between Rabbi Lezer and Rabbi Yeshua, many examples of this. First of all, even in the name, I'll give you an example. Rabbi Nachman in one of his Torahs also talks about this. The name Eliezer versus the name Yeshua, both, both are, are, are words that mean Hashem is helping me. Right? But they're very different. The word Eliezer means that Kel, that Hashem, is my Azer. He's helping me. The word Azer means I'm doing it on my own, I'm primarily doing things on my own. I need siyat You That's a the mentality. It's a hispash perspective, which is you exist, you have your bechira. you have your yonim, you can mess up, you can build, you can destroy. And the world that you're existing now in, there's no umbilical cord connecting, like, you figure it out, and you might mess up. You need the shmaya. That's Rabbi Lezer. Rabbi Yezer is the one that says that the geula depends on tshuva. Tshuva may simtoivim. Because now... You're not part of this. Uh, you're not, your existence is not just within a much bigger universe that you're not in control of. You are. This is your universe. Make something of it. If you don't, you don't. Uh, what, I, what can I tell you? This is Rebbe Yasser. Rebbe Yeshua, on the other hand, the name Yeshua of Nachman says is coming from also Hashem. is helping, but it's much more of a... It's a different type of help. Yeshua comes from the word that, that Yeshua means Hashem is the, is the Yeshua, salvation. Salvation is not siat nishmayer. Salvation is that I have nothing. My entire universe I exist in is still in that old space of the Rabbanisham's world. Rabbi Yeshua is the one that holds in the Gemara that, that Mashiach does not depend on Shuvah Meis and It's happening anyway. This is an entirely different shift in perspective. When it, how do you orient your bracious? When is your beginning? Is your beginning Hispash tusheni? If your beginning is Hispash tusheni, like Rabbi Lezer then that means. That you don't know whether you're gonna be successful. It means you need syatashmaya, but it's up to you. And there's no guarantees. Ispash shayni means or means that this world is fraught of danger and you're not in that cocoon, in that womb that everything is taken care of. You're not eating what your mother's eating, you're not drinking what your mother's drinking. You have to make fend for yourself, and it's a scary world. It's a, it's a hispashashasheni means that you're by yourself and every single person is their own little, uh, little universe. But rishon is completely dimensionally opposed to that. If you define your beginning as rishon, although you have to recognize that Lamaisa, you have to take care of yourself and you have to do what you have to do, but if you're beginning, if you're oriented to, to define your beginning and the world's beginning as what? As rishon, then all of a sudden all of a sudden I, then the lachas is not so intense at the end of the day i'm not living in my own world and the entire pressure of whether this world survives is on me i'm part of my mother's world i'm part of that collective womb the is going to come no matter what i want to be a part of it i want to be mashtatev but it's not completely up to me it's not it can't be not only that then the entire world is also not seen as individual parts because if you pull back to Esbash rishon, we all come from the same womb ultimately from Chava so it, from the perspective of Esbash base, we're all 7 billion individuals running around trying not to bump into each other but from the perspective of Esbash rishon, we're Mamish all brothers Kemat Mamish one. this is the Machleg Zerim Lezer of Yeshua says the Leshem, this is the difference between Nisan versus Tishrei when Rabbi Lezer said the world is created in Tishrei and Rabbi Yeshua says, no, the world is created in Nisan, so when did it happen? Says the lesson, this is the difference, that's Nisan, that's Rabbi Yeshua. That's Tishrei. And everyone agrees to that. But the question is, how do you orient yourself? When, when you ask a Rabbi "What is when is the beginning of creation? When does things actually exist? His is that's Tishra. But if you ask you Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Yeshua, when, does, when is the beginning of Mitzias? He'll tell you it's Nisan, His is Rishon. That's the difference. Take a look at my welcome number four. This is in the last again, Safer Clone page, Laman Chesvihine. Rabbi Yezer, who again he adds also is a Talmud from the base Medjish of Shammai, and we know that Shamai and his talmidim are coming from that place of Gevura. What does Gevura mean? So gvura means to hold back, to withdraw. It means the mother kicking out the baby. It means gvura, making an empty space and, and, and getting the baby out of it. So when Rebel looks at creation and to define what is the root, what's the beginning, what's the bracious of creation, so Rabbi Eliezer sees things, and he says the beginning of it is the constriction. When, when the mother was pulled away, that's the beginning. That's the beginning. That's the root of reality as we experience it down here. Down here doesn't only mean physically, it means spiritually as well, but the espash of spiritual reality. Again, all, not to confuse, this is not a difference between between Ruchnius versus Gashmias. Even within Ruchnius there are these stages. So your neshama, which is a spiritual entity, goes through these stages. There's a there's a rishon of your neshama as it's part of your parents and part of that previous universe, and then there's a spashdas sheni of your neshama. So this is not a difference between looking at physical versus spiritual. Even within spiritual, there's these stages. So Rabbi Yezer is looking at things from the Hispashtus base sheni birth perspective. So he says why ki because your foundation as you exist in the higher space of his Pashas Aleph, that's hidden. From the perspective, from Rebbe Lezer, that's no different than Mamash before you were even conceived. It's, uh, you can't call that a beginning, it's B'chlal hidden. That's why Rebbe Lezer says the world is created in Tishrei. Because his perspective is what? Because if I want to say what is the beginning, it's going to be based on the time when the world actually emerges. In his bashlas base form, and that's Tishrei, not based on when it existed in its root. That's that's not uh, that's not called the beginning. Rabbi Yeshua who comes from the world of Veisilo, who is rooted in Chesed. Chesed means that the beginning of creation is not the absence of what was before. The beginning of creation is what was before expanding. That's called the reason. Right. So he says Hinaideza Hini is takalu ala schola sabria. So whenever Yeshua looks at the beginning of creation, he sees it me soidivishar shah el he sees it that the beginning of creation is as it exists in its earlier root, in where it comes from. asher Haardi is pashtus alph, which is the light of the first expansion, the first is pashtis. Shuachaset, Soid Nisan, and that's the secret of Nisan. The choshivu as he soid haelyon, lay soidhi kori olam, and he sees that higher Foundation as the main foundation, and that's why he says the world is created in Nissa. From Chesed, he sees things from their reality, from its inner dimension, from its core, from where it comes from. He sees that as the root. Okay. So let's go back. The Vilna Gaim taught us that this makhlag of Israel Yeshua was not just amongst makhlag's tanoyim. This is the makhlag in Svaradim and Ashkenazim. Right? Remember. Svardim, Svardim hold like Rabbi Yeshua. Which means the world is created in Nisan. Now the judgment of the world is in fact in Tishrei. Right? So wh- why is that? So the Vilna Gaon, based on the Ran, told us that the reason why the Rabbana Shalom put the judgment which should have been in Nisan, he put it in Tishrei, is because that was the tkufa of Sliich and Kapur, which begins really from El. And Smameelu Svardim already begins, Rosh Hashanah already begins Rosh El. Because the whole significance of Rosh Hashanah is the fact that it was during the tkufa of when Moshe Rabbeinu was davening for Sliich and Kapur, which really was Rosh El. So Svar, let, let's understand that. Svardim, if they're passing like Rabbi Yeshua, means Svardim are coming from this perspective of what? His Pashta's Rish. His Pashta's Rish. Svardim. That's why even within Galus, it's an, an arichas about this. But Svardim, even within Galus, they were not, they were not completely swallowed up in Galus as much as Akhin, as much as Ashkenazim. They still, they still, hovered, and were tethered to Eretz Yisrael. The lands that they lived in was still Eretz Yisrael. Even culturally, Svardim were always more connected to Primus Atayr, right? By Svardim, by Svardim, you should never have a Svardi say the words Ainli bin istaris. I don't have involvement in Secrets of Tyrus. I mean, uh, that's your bread and butter. In recent years, when they started taking on the lavush of Ashkenazim, and they started feeling, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, less than or something, for whatever reason, so they start taking on our Inyanim. But Svardim are all, were always connected to the Shorish Hanelam, to the hidden root of Mitziyas. They were comfortable with Zoyar Kadish. They are comfortable with, with Pneumius. That, that's the world that they live in. The significance of Svardim making the judgment of Rosh Hashanah, of Tishrei, connected to the Tkufa of what? Of when Mashar Rabbeinu was davening for a kapur for the eagle. And ultimately, Rosh Hashanah is the day that the Rosh Hashanah said, you know what, okay, fine, let's have the second Luchas, let's let, let, let let's get the ball rolling. That's Rosh Hashanah. Why is that? The whole, listen, the judgment is on Tishrei. And listen, listen, everyone agrees Tishrei is his Pashtusheini. So everyone agrees. That what's happening on Tishrei is the Rabbanim is judging us based on our reality. Like Lamaisa, you know, <laughs> what's the Chesmen in terms of Ispash Shani, Like what's the Matzah? But Svardim are momtic that they soften that by saying that even aspashta shani, even Tishrei, which is when, which is what, which is when the emergence of the world comes out in full, that's not the real beginning. That's not the real beginning. The real existence of reality, the real beginning of reality, was really in Isa. So why is the so why are we ju- why are we being judged in Tishrei? You're being judged in Tishrei because that's when Hispash Tusheni takes place. But you should know that even that Tukufa of Hispash Shaini is still influenced by what? By Hispash Tusheni. That the very Tukufa of Hispash Tusheni, of Tishrei, that we're being judged in is a Tukufa that's predestined to go back to the way it always was with the, like, like, like the their Shalom forgiving us and giving us the second luchus to replace the first. The whole Tukufa the whole Tukuf of judgment, which is during the time of Ispash Shaini from the Smarti perspective is softened by the very fact that this is really not the beginning. This is Espashta this is Tasheni, but the real, real beginning is Ispash region, which means that as much damage as a person can have done in Ispash Shaini universe, the Tikkun is already laid. The foundation is already there for everything to be fixed. Why? Because this is really not your beginning. Your very beginning is as you exist in Hashem's world. And you can't break that. You can break your world. You can't break Hashem's world. So in Svar, by the Sfardim, they still they see our existences. Yeah, we exist in our world, and we can theoretically break it and destroy it, but not really. Because, because ultimately, the real beginning was really Anissa. Ad that even in Tisha, when you're being judged, it's during a tukuf of slich of it's, it's automatic that it's going to work out. Varaya, what happened in Tishrei? L in Tishrei, by the midbar, is that Koyesol got back to where it was. There was the first, a first, a first luchas, and even we got the second. So it came, it came back. It's already being set up without the, the, the dread and the, and the, the 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 stress of what if everything taka collapses. It's not possible to collapse. But this is all by the Svarden. And because of that, their entire objective during sliches and during this tkuf is what? Is to be Mamtic, is to is to reveal that underneath his Sheini, which is Tishrei. So again, again, on this right? Tishrei is his Sheini. So that is the time when ultimately our universe, like our universe, is being judged. But the Svarden don't see that as the beginning. The see that as only stage two, and so their avoided during this time is to, re, is to soften, to give a cushion to Tishrei with the influence of hispachtus rishon. By that chizik of saying that look, even in Tishrei, it, this is a time of slichah v'kapar. It's a time the Rebbeinu forgave us already. So it's all, of course he's going to forgive us again. This is why Sfarim's Sfaris slichas is much more simple, because in the hispachtus rishon is simple. Hespashtus Bein is complicated. Hespashtus bays is complicated. Are you eating Cheerios? Are you eating cornflakes? Are you eating meat? Are you Fleshik? Are you milkic? Complicated. But in Hespashtus Aleph, when you're just eating from what your mother eats, it's all the same. When you, the, the earlier stages that you go in, things are much more simplified. The later you go, the more complicated. Rebbe Leezer is a more complicated world. Tishrei is a more complicated world. Nisan is a more simple world. And so when the, the whole of the Svaradim is to is to is to lay that foundation and a reminder of his Pashtus rishon even in the universe of his Pashtus Therefore their sliches is with softness, their slikis is with sudden their slichis is more simple, and their slikis is more tziburdik. Because again the earlier his Pashtus rishon, everyone comes from the same womb. And that's what the Svardim are trying to do to lay that foundation and remind us that even though you're in Tishrei and the judgment is taking place on your Hispastus Bays universe, but you should know, first of all, Hispashtas Bays is only this, is not the real beginning. And number two, even Hispashtas Bays is that a Tkuf of Slikva kabbar So I have to just, just do your avayd and finish. Mashenkin and Ashkenazim, we paskin like the groin said, we paskin like Rabbi Yezer, which means that the reason why that that what but Tishrei never. What is repetition of It means the Ikar is a spacious base. Well, if the acre is a spacious base, uh, it means there's a lot of lachas, there's a lot of nervousness, a lot of dread, and because of that, there's a lot of uncertainty of what's going to be. And Tishrei is not cushioned by some reminder of an earlier time where everything worked out. The, 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 this is it. The Rabbanishom is judging us because this is when the creation takes place. There's no, there's no softening of that. And this is difference between Svardim and Ashkenazim Bechlal. come from Khsadim and Ashkenazim come from Gvuras. But here's the, here's the point. The Maisa were both necessary. And, and, and the idea is not, therefore, now this year in KMH we're going to start saying Tzvaradis, that's not the point. Right? That's not the point. But the, but the idea is to understand and to appreciate how each side is being matched with each other. At the end of the day, the Rabbani wants his Pashtas base. The B'A'Nesha wants there to be a universe that, that functions and exists and takes Achrayis, like I was talking about yesterday morning, to be the Mashpia. That's all Espashtas Beis mentality. And that's the Tachlis. That's what Tishrei is. 100%. And Ma'avoy Devashtunazim is to be Mechazek and to be Mekasher and to, and to be B'ayna B'Shamayim Yosef to build that union of Espashtas base. But the problem is is that if it's disconnected completely from that softness of ibn then that those gavuras and that qaich of tsimsum consumes itself and it eats itself away, it eats itself alive. And and, and 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 this is ultimately why it's necessary to have that yichud. As we get closer to Mishia, that's I think what's happening, this cross-pollination, that there's a desire on the on the on the fa- on, on the part of everyone to sort of try to be able to experience this this healthily and, and properly. That El uh, Ultimately, the whole significance of El is a Sfaradish uh, Inyan. You know, it's, it, 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 Ashkenazim come and, and we uh, hijack El and make it all dread and pachat. The, the mitzvahs of El and the relationship between El, the relationship between El and Rosh Hashanah is coming from a Yeshua perspective. That the whole signi- that the reason why the judgment is now is because of what happened in the Midbar, which began with El. So the whole thing is is, is a Sfaradish uh, Inyan. The whole thing is a Sfaradish uh, Inyan. That this is a tukufa, slichah And so the primary avoid right now is. To be really, you have to be a little bit smarter, and you have to sort of... I, I, I'll do one last, you know, in order to do tshuva, people make the mistake. It's, it, they make, people make this mistake all the time in all areas, but, but tshuva is no different. It's much more important to focus the time on laying a proper foundation, and then you could build quicker. As opposed to building the foundation is, is, is not so solid, then it's just going to undermine itself. Shuvah has to be built on a solid foundation. And the entire month of El is not yet, it's not really chuva yet. It's, it, it, there's a time that's called Asserasime Chuva. So but El is about laying the foundation of chuva. And the foundation, and chuva means spacious base. Tshuva means Ramaysa to better your life and to build a beautiful structure called your universe. But the foundation of that is spacious aleph. The foundation of that is, is that my existence. Is not a steerer to God's world. That's Aleph. And don't underestimate that question of is my existence a vidyevad? Is my existence something that's standing in the the way of Hashem's presence? Or am I part of Hashem's presence? That's that's Nisan versus Tishrei. We have to lay the foundation that the Sfardim come to the world to bring us. They have to lay the foundation of what a Vespasian Aleph, that our Mitzvah is not in conflict with Hashem's Mitzvah. We're not a steer it to him. That's Anilo You have that foundation. Now you can go and build your mitzvahs properly, but it can't be a migdal parech ba'avir. It has to be rooted in the ground. And this is the ultimate difference in Sephardim and ashkenazim. So, like I said, you know, you, have, you know, it's, uh, the, the, it's, a, it's a famous thing that there are many tzadikim that ashkenazim, chassidish Rebbe's, and so on. That you know, every once in a while they go to listen to a Sephardi I believe there's a deep avoid in that because, like, you're, you're, again, you're bringing the softness of the Sardom into Chineb and Ashkenaz and to these two And that's ultimately the The Gula takes place as what? Kimol Arts, Deyes Hashem, Liamachasim. Mashiach means that the, that the world will will be rebuilt, that everything is going to be back to Tshuva and Espash is based, everyone's reality is going to be much perfect. But it's not going to be independent, it's going to be seen as an extension of his bashalist alif. Just like the world, world is sort of being taken back into a womb, but not to, but with all of our accomplishments, to see ourselves as an extension of the Rabbanu Shalom. That's what the shoifer is. That's what everything, that's what says Hashem. So Hashem should help us. To be good Ashkenazim, to make the mistake, you know, right, whatever. Right, it's a painful Indian, but you know what, what you what you find what you find unfortunately from probably mostly Tzabrochen and ashamas in, in in eretz er, Yisrael, other places as well that ashkenazim would like look down at far like this it goes back a long time especially when like people started when ashkenazim started moving to eretz Yisrael, its mamish golas it's mamish that's just increasing golas not forget the the Sineskina factor of it that's already the whole Indian of gula is a return in a, a, a hamtaka that comes with his Pashtas Aleph being reintroduced. So that's a... Um, yeah. So Hashem should help us. We should be sorry to only see achtas amongst Yidn. And we should appreciate how each camp gives to the other. I'll be able to see that the, the yichir of both with the coming of Mashiach. And as they say, when that takes place, K'amayim, Amech, it's called Tzadik, Mir, Vimeinu, Amen.